Ladies and gentlemen, back at it again, episode 5, coming at you from Maddie's basement. Six, buddy. Oh, episode 6, oh, fuck, yeah. I missed one. Yeah, the Mark Sanchez of the BFB. Yeah, the Mark Sanchez of the BFB. Hope you guys like the intro music. I don't know if you know this, but Matt and I also like to party. And uh, we're really thinking that the Fanga Boys oh, are going to yeah. bring it in hot this yeah. week. Bring back those good feels, you know, from junior high dances oh, when, junior- he got, when he felt a little thigh over oh, the jeans, you know? Oh, yeah. Maybe dripped your hand just a little <laughs> bit lower underneath her belt, right? Oh, fucking right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Fanga Boys, you know. They were good, man. They were good. They were good. I, I liked them. I mean, who didn't? You couldn't say when that shit turned on in grade eight and you were in the gym and you were <laughs> fucking dancing, the boys were pumped. Oh, man. Yeah. And it also helps that they only had two songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah they did only have you know, two songs. <laughs> small sample size. But Quietly, man. you guys probably know, but the next one's coming at you at the end of the Oh, pod. yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's obvious if you don't. I mean, John definitely doesn't know what the song is. Mm-mm. Actually, funny note for the people that don't know, John actually thought from episode four when we used DMX... He thought the intro and the outro were the, <laughs> the same, same song. song. Yeah. He's like, what was the name of that DMX song you guys played there on the pod <laughs> last week? Man, no idea. But no anyways, whatever. it's pretty funny. Bringing it in, episode six. Got lots on the plate for you. Yeah. Uh, we're here, obviously, the dick, Matty Ice, and Teddy B. In the studio, ready to roll. Ready to roll. Our sponsor this week is a new one. Mmm. Really helping the boys get through it, and it's oh. Skywalker OG Kush. <laughs> God damn! Can't I, uh, wait to dip into that. I just picked up a bag, and uh, <laughs> I think it's gonna be pretty good. It's funny, you know, like weed names. Man, weed names are ridiculous. Like people go crazy over it, and like Silver Surfer, Jack Hair, Fuck, Blue like, Haze, English Cheese. Like <laughs> fuck, man, what's the next one gonna be? Dutch oven? Like <laughs> that would be bad. Fuck. The rusty trumpet. Yeah, strain? and it's funny, like when you know. For my entire weed career, I've just got whatever weed I could. Oh, street weed. Yeah, street whatever weed, you could sure. get your fucking hands on. But now guys got menus and shit oh, when they're yeah. ordering their yeah. weed. That's exactly it. Do you want a sativa, uh, indica, indica, or do you like a hybrid? Maybe you would want a hybrid, yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, just give me some fucking weed, man. Give me, yeah, give me something that's going to make me feel good, you Smoke know? Smoke it up. Yeah, real nice. But, uh... Nice of, uh, we should mention the dick brought that one in, so mad props, I appreciate that. Oh yeah. But as always, the beers are cold. Beers are cold. Weed is good. Weed is fresh. And we are pumped for episode uh, six. Episode episode six. six. We got it, we got it. Uh, we jumping into our ever, ever growing in popularity, I think, our segment with the question and answer. I really like it. True. Yeah, big time. I like it too because I haven't got fucking ripped on in any of the questions in the (laughs) last few weeks. Yeah, in the last few weeks. Yeah, that's nice. Normally guys don't even uh, bother you, right? They kind (laughs) of let you be. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well let's jump into it. We got our first uh, text from Irish Matt Feldman, Mm -hmm. all the way from Ottawa. Matthew Feldman. Matthew Feldman. Matthew Feldman. Uh, and he just straight up says, Clement or Smallwood? 
And don't say Clement. <laughs> don't say Clement because yeah. he grabbed Smallwood off the wire. Yeah, dropped a fucking shit ton. 36 bucks on for him. Smallwood? On Smallwood. Oh, man. Interestingly enough, earlier in the season when Devonta Freeman went out, was out on the wire, he went for 34. So Smallwood is now officially this season's highest priced free agent off the waiver wire. And, and how much did Yeldon go for? Yeldon went for 33. Yeldon right? went for about 30, 33, yeah. something like that. Those three were the highest, but uh, we should mention we're recording Thursday night, so we are hot. We got the Giants and the Eagles game on. Yeah, Giants are getting spanked. And doesn't look like Smallwood is the guy? <laughs> I don't think he's the guy. I don't think, I don't think either of the, those guys are the guy. I feel like they're both third down backs. They ain't feature backs. They're, they're more of a... Uh, obviously a fill-in situation. Yeah, but, like, are those going to be the guys that can, you know, fucking run downhill and break through tackles? Like, a between-the-tackles guy? I don't think so. They're... I don't know. I mean, I understand when the lead, you know, the head guy, like, when Ajayi gets hurt, everybody's inclination is to just jump on the next guy. Yeah. But when you don't have a clear-cut number two, like, as you would in Jacksonville's situation with Fournette and Yeldon... Yeah. Like, Corey Grant in, in Jacksonville isn't getting the touches. So no. you know they're all going to yell it. He's been banged up, too. Yeah, so, that so that's that's a clear, high, you know, priority waiver wire bid. You're not, you don't think Jamal Charles is going to step in and <laughs> usurp that role? No, I do not think so. I oh, think, man. I think, I don't think he'll play, I don't think he's going to start this week. But if he starts next week, I get you, and, and Fournette Salad, I bet you he gets five touches. Hmm, heard it here first. The dick. The dick. That's the guru. The, yeah. Bow to your sensei. El Huncho. <laughs> El Huncho. <laughs> Gordo El Huncho. But hey, I, you look that up. You got to let the listeners know. What does El Huncho actually mean? Uh, f- no. I, it, <laughs> Huncho isn't a real Spanish word. Oh, buddy. I'm sure it is. No, it's not. <laughs> but Gordo in Spanish means fat. So that's why it's, it's fat. Fat hunch. <laughs> fat, fat, fat hunch, fat chance. Yeah, fat chance is probably more like it. Gord's gut. Gord's gut. <laughs> um, everybody knows I'm a gut guy, though. Yeah. Like, um, further muddy- muddying, I guess, the the Philly backfield is these rumors about Shady mm-hmm. cut on Dimes McCoy, mm-hmm. uh, who's rumored to maybe be maybe be return. going back. Maybe yeah. be going back. I, yeah. You know what? Didn't fully clip his wings, I guess. No. Nope. <laughs> they didn't get tamed. <laughs> um, and you know what? That I mean, that wouldn't be bad. He's probably a pretty big cancer. I was actually talking to Andy about it, and I said, do you think that Shady is going to go back? And he said, I hope not. Guy's a cancer. That's oh, it. That's shit. That's all he said. And that's coming from a that's Philly fan. That's coming from a Philly fan. Yeah, so, sure. I mean... I don't know. It would probably, like I said, that would help their first and second down run game. Yeah, absolutely. It's, but that, you honest, yeah, I don't know. It's a, that's a hard uh, question, Feldy. I don't really trust the Philly backfield, even when Ajayi was healthy. Yeah, they I using him. I think Clement's an explosive player. He seems to be their goal line guy. I'm sorry to say, I think he's the one. I think he's a poor man's James White. Yeah, that's a pretty fair comparable. Right? I would say that. But White can still get the rush yards. Yeah. Regardless, that, uh, the defending champs need somebody to take charge. Yeah, they do. You know? They do. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I hate to say it, but right now, Feldy, I think that 36 <laughs> might be flushed down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, I think Clement is oh, going uh, to be the guy. Yeah. 
Um, question two. Question two. And, you know, it's this, this question is just typical, I have to say. It comes in from uh, the villain down in Houston. And he asks, he says, anyone ever notice how Matt's laugh is, is kind of like a lower pitch version of the dolphin soundbite used for Johnny? Or is that just me? <laughs> what a... I don't know. I, you know what? I mean, I, 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 I didn't, after the question, I didn't go back and listen. Oh, I well, should have. Fuck. Like, I did, I'm not, I'm obviously not going to do it. I've, you know, my laugh, not very proud of my laugh it is what it is i don't Can't know if it really sounds help, like a dolphin Maybe well a he, seal. here's the cl- here's the cl- <laughs> a seal fuck yourself uh, here's the here's the sound clip in question and obviously i'm not gonna <laughs> laugh on command for kellen so i guess fuck you uh, and listen to the rest a, that's of this a funny question though. yeah listen to the rest of the pod and, and i guess decide. you can determine as it goes through yeah kellen Phantom next time motherfucker fuck you man uh god damn sneak <laughs> snitch villain yeah. next time i see you kellen i'm gonna fucking body bag. i'm gonna fucking dummy you and put you in a body bag but uh that's fine. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, I I can I can take it. I don't think it's finally sounds like for that. once Matt was getting ready yeah, on and not me. Yeah, I, I'll take that. Heat. Nice. I don't mind doing that. Um, and I guess as you mentioned before, uh, as we were getting ready to record this, that doubles down as our chirp of the week. Doubles down as chirp of the week. Yeah. So it does. Which good is job, good. Kelly. It's good when you get the double like that. Like when Nigel. Oh, when Nigel. Or no one, Chris, Chris asked me fucking or lit yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one was pretty good too. I like getting lit up though. Um, sweet. Moving on. Question three comes in from Robbie from Queen Mary Park, aka the QMP. Yeah. And it's directed for Gord. It says, "Who is a giant longer, Eli Manning or OBJ?" Well, I mean, I, it's obviously going to be OBJ. Uh, he just signed that big deal. They're not getting rid of him. I mean, we also just watched him go into the halftime, uh, go into go the into locker the room earlier. Halftime, yeah, yeah, more true. than anybody else. Didn't look like he was hurt, but he, you know, Eli. It's it's looking more and more like they should have drafted a quarterback. Every, I mean, even though Saquon is so explosive, he's he's wild. He's and I just looked up <laughs> in the first half of this Thursday nighter, he had 140 scrimmage yards. So. Woo! In the half, I mean, <laughs> I'm liking that. Barkley owners are having, you know, they're they're super happy with it. But Giants fans, he's your only source. He's our only source of offense. You right? know. Well, except for when Odell's throwing them. Oh yeah, fuck that was a bomb. Hey? Yeah, it was cross a bomb. field too. Um, uh, which which shouldn't be the case when you have when you have an offense with Evan Ingram, OBJ, Shepherd, Sterling Shepard, this Lattimore guy, Barkley. You know, can't forget Wayne Gallman Wayne Jr. Gallman Jr. Um, it shouldn't be the case. I think uh, obviously they need to address the quarterback situation. Yeah. In uh, but they might have missed their opportunity. Well, we'll see. It just sucks knowing that uh, um, Sam Darnold is playing in the same house. You yeah. know, for the sa- for the, the locker team. room over, and he's he's doing well enough. Like yeah. as you would expect for a rookie QB in that situation. Like he's not like. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have the arm skill as Patrick Mahomes, but he doesn't have the weapons around him. Yeah. Like, his number, his safety blankets, Quincy and Nunua. 
and who can run a screen pass like nobody else in the can. league. Man, yeah, I'll tell you that. And, and he's good. He's good. And you know what? Robbie Anderson has that deep threat capability. Um, I think they're missing Safarian Jenkins though. Oh, Austin Sephora <laughs> Jenkins? Yeah. Damn. I think they're missing him because he's a red zone guy. Yeah. And they don't use him at all in Jacksonville. <clears throat> no. No. Quietly, I don't even know if he's got a tutty this Quietly year. kind of forgotten about down there. Uh, actually, I caught a bit of the Jags game last week, and it seemed like O'Shaughnessy mm-hmm. was the primary target at tight end there. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's somebody you want to pick up, John, uh, to help your team. I, I don't know. Um, anyways... Yeah, so, I, I I tend to agree. I think OBJ obviously has a yeah, longer he's contract. Long term. I, I think I think Eli's going to retire in in a couple of years here. Yeah, I think this year is going to be a real big wake up call for him, man. And he's he's I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Like he's fucking bad, and he's not tough. He can't fucking escape the pocket. He gets stripped all the time. And doesn't know how to change his face to another emotion. Yeah. Other than petrified sadness. And nervousness. (laughs) But yeah, Odell's the long-term guy. They got to find somebody, but it's going to be tough. All right. Uh, This one's for you, Gord, again. Uh, And comes to us from Chris slash Kirk, all the way from Linwood. And he says, considering Gord assaulted me in the Knights of Columbus parking lot after hockey earlier this week... Suggesting that your division winner go will be six and seven. <laughs> what do you guys think will win each div in our league this year? Oh well, I think I think Chris <clears throat> is gonna lose three games. Wow, which is lots considering he's five and zero. Oh. Yeah, that's so true. that's but that's a realistic one. Eleven and three. Eleven and three. That's a. F- Dillard, holy shit! He's got a great team. Yeah, so obviously, I think Chris walks away with his division yeah. title. That's the easiest one. Our division title is going to hopefully be between Maddie and myself. <clears throat> yeah, and I it might not be that great of a record. Like no, so what? It's it could be like eight I, and six. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think eight wins will get a, yeah. will get you uh, either at least a shot at tie. Uh, for first place, and then it'll obviously come down to points four and division. No divisional and divisional record. record. Oh, then points four. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, obviously, I'm picking myself. Yeah, I'm. Obviously uh, and you'll pick, pick yourself. Too. Uh, and then in that final division, um, that's uh, pretty loaded with Nigel Feldy, Cat Guy, and uh, <coughs> Scott, <coughs> the American <coughs> League. <coughs> I think. Um, yeah, Kellen's out to a four and one record, but I kind of like Nigel's chances long term. I like term. Nigel's team too. Um, and Nick, you can't discount Feldman. He's got some studs that if they all have a week, you, mm-hmm. he's going to demolish. Uh, hopefully, it's not this week because I'm playing him. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's something about Nigel's team. I think I think he's got a good chance. And really, um, fuck, there's no way I want to pick Kellen to win his division. No, no. Fuck that guy. So uh, yeah, I guess my picks are. Kel, me, and uh, you, Chris. Yeah, and actually, it's funny. We just got a text <coughs> in from Kellen on the live text line, which guys, oh. I guess, could do. Yeah, the lot of... Like, I mean, yeah. if we tell you we're recording and you text us during the show and it's relevant, I probably will say it. And he says, is recording during the Thursday nighter a thing now? Yeah. And I like it. I don't mind it, to be honest. Uh, it lets us go over the waiver uh, transactions yeah. from Wednesday, yeah. waiver wire Wednesday. 
Um, and honestly, just with schedules, I've got a volunteering commitment on Wednesday nights, uh, Tuesdays. It's either Tuesdays or Thursdays, really. Yeah. And it's kind of what works for our guests, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we didn't even mention that. We've got uh, uh, another calling guest, all yeah. the way our first international calling first guest. First international caller. Yeah. Uh, we've got our boy uh, Scott phoning in. From Eastlake, the- Washington. Eastlake, Washington. Uh, a yeah. borough. Yeah. Of Seattle, I guess you could say. That's right. Oceanfront property, yeah. rooftop patio. The guy's yeah. living it living it up. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Um, what do we got? So, so the next question, I guess we move on yeah, to. Yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, might as well. Uh, this is for both of us. It comes in from Goalie Drew all the way in Elmwood. And he said, if you were having a rough fantasy year, in which week would you choose to blow it up and gather draft picks for next year? Well, it depends on your record. Well, like if you're if you're one and fucking six, mm-hmm. and it's week seven, and it's, you're halfway through the year, I would probably start looking at it because you're yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much done for you at that point. Game over, man. Game over. Game over. Yeah, yeah, you're so done. Obviously, you're looking at that. I think another factor that comes into play is your league rules. Yeah, that's uh, true. For instance, in the N40L, to avoid guys selling off all of their all of their assets at the deadline and loading up loading up a team. Uh, we've got a rule that you can only trade a certain one or two trades involving draft picks. I thought it was two, but I mean, it could be It wrong. might be one. Yeah, uh, which I think so is So there's game. a cap on trades of picks. And then uh, the other factor is that the bottom six guys go have into to the, play. Have to play in the B pool. For first place. For, or for yeah. first overall draft Yeah, pick. if you win the B pool, you get first overall pick the next season. And if you lose the B pool in our in our toilet bowl game, which we've dubbed the Jason Greger Bowl, um, and you lose that, you obviously lose the league. You got to do your punishment yeah. and drink two forties, and you only draft sixth. Yeah, and you only get the sixth overall, which pick. is pretty harsh. So no, but I I kind of like it because it avoids guys from it's true loading in, up. In, and in my other league, it's it's keeper league, it's PPR, so it's obviously quite different. Buddy, guys are selling off early. Like real early, and and why shouldn't they? Because yeah. the the draft order is exactly the opposite of the place you came in. So if you're last, you're getting first overall. But I mean, it is a keeper league, so it is it's a three person keeper. So it's kind of like you're drafting in the third round. All right, yeah, that you know what sense. I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. everybody's gone, so you're For obviously sure. going rookie. Like Saquon went first in our league this year. Last year, I had first. I took Fournette. Um. But that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Uh, do you want to... How are you doing in that league? One and four. <laughs> I am back. Ouch. And I am getting trounced by guys by oh, like 40 God. points. Like guys are just having days against me. And and I... You know what? I started the season off strong and I beat Tay from Bonnie Dune. And I was on a high. And God. then... Everything fell back down to earth, and I am bad. Oh man, that's and rough. it sucks because last year I went for it and I traded my first overall pick, obviously, and then I traded. I had no first or no third round pick this year, and it really fucking hurt me. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe you need to uh, have a meeting with your players. <laughs> Maybe they're forgetting to come in on uh, on Sunday. Might I suggest? Uh, uh, this movie quote. I think that I think this would work wonders. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday too. Okay. <laughs> we uh, lost some people this week, and uh, 
we need to sort of play catch up. <laughs> Thanks. Maybe they're uh, just forgetting that uh, yeah, they don't that, have the weekend to themselves. Yeah, you know? the weekend's not not for you. It's for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, you guys got to take a look at the upper management and really see what's going on yeah. out there. So, sorry, Drew. I, I, I don't know if that answers your question. But for me, I just, for our league and the purposes there, I, I just, I don't do it unless I'm getting a first overall pick back, to yeah. be honest. yeah. Um, which I did from Gord two years ago. Yep. And spent it on David Johnson, who then fucked me over. And you had traded, I had traded you for David Johnson. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah and you gave me your first. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, David, then you take him the next year and he plays like one yeah. week. Plays one week and then he's done. Uh, but we're living in the present and forgetting yeah. that past. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Um, this is... <laughs> Okay, there's a little backstory behind this question, and I, I kind of, I'm impressed. Uh, we rag, we rag on him a lot. Um, our buddy John out in the gravel pit of Stony Plain, yeah, um, sent in a question this week, and I think it's actually a great question. Um, but it's funny because he he earlier in the evening texted me, and he said, uh, trying to think of a question, but I got nothing. So I responded. I said, well, you know, there's still time. We're recording in a couple hours. Take a shot at Gord or something. You did beat him. Uh, it's his only win of the season. <coughs> yeah, and he fucking beat me by like five points. Yeah. You both didn't. Yeah, we you both, both didn't shit break the bed. 75. Yeah. And his response was <laughs> You're all about the content. Feelings be damned. Of course we are. We mentioned that first ep. Yeah, oh yeah. Thick skin on this pod. He said, I don't want to hurt his feelings. He's got a frail ego under that tough exterior. <laughs> yeah i'm just a rundle heights tough guy <laughs> yeah on the outside but soft on the inside and that being said i'm not gonna lie megan and i went and saw uh a star is born lady gaga bradley Cooper. great fucking flick mm. and i cried like three times yo is dave chappelle in that dave chappelle is in that and he's huh. mr serious mm. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I bring up a pretty tough front, but yeah, yeah. you can break me down pretty easy. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was pretty funny to, uh, to lead into. <coughs> so he said, um, by the way, go see stars born. It's really good. Yeah. Um, he said, how much is too much for a running back off the wire? Especially if you're not even sure your RB has got the starting position locked up. I think this is playing off of, um. Feldman dropping 36 on Smallwood earlier. Yeah. He said, is it wise to blow your load early? John from the rock pile. Um, it's funny you should say that because uh, we're actually getting live texts as we're recording. And Nigel wants us, so we can kind of work this in. Nigel wants us to ask Feldman, uh, how you feel? How do you feel about Smallwood scoring a nice three points in the first <laughs> half? Uh, are you? Yeah. Is, does that make you sad? Because yeah. it would make me sad. Yeah. And... Uh, Kellen also wants the public to know that Odell Beckham Jr. is on the trade block. So it is known. Yeah. Uh, the, the lines of communication are open all the way in Houston. But uh, going um, back to John's question. Yeah, let's question, get back to John. I don't, I mean, it depends on the situation because like I, Matt and I were talking earlier and I said, if you know that he's the, the guy you're bidding on is the number one guy. Like Allah. TJ Yeldon. You yeah. know he's the only one getting touches. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you you spend that money on him and you spend fucking 30 bucks and whatever, hopefully you get him. Yeah. 
In the Smallwood? Well, it, yeah, and like I don't know. I feel like um you know, maybe maybe the Jaguar situation is a little bit easier to determine. Like obviously you know Ajay is out all year, but Fournette yeah. has been when he plays, he hasn't been great. He's been a band-aid all year. He was a band-aid last year too. Um yeah. So I don't know. He's been in the sick bay. And Yeldon's more of a more of a more of a sure thing. Yeah. You know, especially compared to the and, and, and it's more of a run heavy. Yep. Offense, oh yeah. They're right? dependent so on it. if you're going for a guy like Wendell or fucking Corey Clement. Yeah. Is it Clement or Clement? Clement. <laughs> Clement. Who the <laughs> fuck did you say CJ beat hard? I didn't know. CJ Beathard? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, no, I just didn't know. Oh, um, fuck. But I, I, the dolphin sound effect. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> fuck you, Kellen. <laughs> I, I don't think you can, I, I don't, I, see, I didn't even bid on either of them. No. No, I didn't touch because it. I didn't like it. I, it's too much of a muddled situation, and like one day, Corey Clement's getting the touches. One day, Wendell Smallwood's getting the touches, and you're gonna go spend fucking seventy five percent of your money on him. I don't yeah. know if you can do that. Yeah, it's true. I think a lot of it also comes down to two other things. Obviously, your own running back situation. You have a lot of injuries. That's true. And what's your record like? Because if I'm sitting at one and four, fuck, even two and three, and I'm looking at my team and I'm thinking, man. This isn't promising. Yeah, you need and something. you think the guys out there, you spend for them because you need something to to switch Jump. your mo- yeah. momentum, jumpstart your team. You know. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it's always the first premier running back that comes out on the wire gets dumped. Gets on. no. Usually they get cheaper. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like what for about instance, Kerwin Williams. For, oh. <laughs> Wow. That Man, just fucking stonewalled me. Oh, John, my God. Johnson last year gets hurt week one. Oh. Week two, Maddie fucking drops 20-some bucks. And look at Barkley go 21, right and Barkley gets a touchdown. Yeah, Matthew was- Feldman, do you like that? But don't change the subject, bud. Do you like you, that? You spent 22 bucks on Kerwin Williams and not a single other person bid on him. Dude, I didn't think so. I had David Johnson. I panicked. But you know what? I, You know, I thought episode six was going to be friendly, but it looks like it's going to be a fucking battle. And I'm fucking here, buddy. Yeah. You want to come at me? I'll come at you. <laughs> yeah, it was a shitty mistake. Shitty, shitty mistake. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Kerwin Williams. And, I mean, you win some. You lose yeah. Some. But getting back to my point is uh, usually that first guy that comes out at the start of the year ends up getting... The cheaper value. Like, if you look at it, obviously not every league had Devonta Freeman come out, but ours did. Yeah. Shane got him for 30 bucks. Yeah. 30 is, bucks. And then you look, cheap. Yeldon goes for 32, and now Wendell Smallwood goes for 36. Like, <laughs> am I. That's fucked. Did like, I miss the value, the, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> value that Shane got out of it, but it just shows that guys are more desperate now because injuries have come in, guys have been busts. Um, so I think a lot of it, uh, getting back to the main question, Johnny. I don't think it's a bad thing to blow your load, like a lot of money on there. Um, if you think he's honestly going to be the guy and if you really needed it. Yeah. It's um, it's so good question. Yeah. Great question, Johnny. I'm impressed. Uh, next question comes in from Tay all the way in Bonnie Dune. Tay from Bonnie Dune. He says, my question is why Jason Garrett's, why is Jason Garrett still employed after not going for it on fourth down? 
and fourth and one on the uh, 48 in, in overtime. overtime. I heard him say, I guess it was a quote. He said, well, it was a long one yard. I guess he said there's <laughs> like no shit. It's the same one yard at any point, you Holy know? Shit. And like you have an EPL Elliot, like I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You put I, the fullback in, you fucking let Z fucking pound the rock. Yeah. Like it's overtime. Yeah, exactly. So you punt it in their zone. Like, I don't know, man. He's yeah. he's making some real fucking questionable calls. I can't really answer this because my team employs Hugh Jackson. Um, so I'm just gonna leave that one for you, Gordo. Mm. Um yeah. our last question of the week comes from a new listener. Um, and they write, disc golf is a sport that you enjoy and have gotten into over the past few years. This is for you, Gord. <laughs> what would you say is more important for new players getting into the sport? A set of reliable and dependable discs or a fresh bag of weed and a backpack full of beers? That one came in from the Northside Black Bear. <laughs> the Northside Black Bear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> oh, um... Disc golf's a good game, and you know what they say about it? It's free, but the weed is expensive. (laughs) (laughs) They say that, eh? And it's definitely, you definitely need both. It's not a one or the other situation. You need to have reliable discs out there, yeah, and you need to have a backpack full of beers and weed at all times. Okay, so, you know, you splurge on on a set of discs, 50 bucks, Yeah, that's it. That's it, then you're good. Hopefully you don't lose them in a pond, but... A la bacon. Yeah. A la you, a la me, a la everyone. <laughs> I've always played. got my discs. <clears throat> always, yeah. Oh, there's a great photo. We should send it out in the group chat of Gord. Earlier this, this like a month ago. Couple th- weeks ago. Couple weeks ago. It was cold. Fuck, it was cold. Gord emerging from the Rundle Swamp. <laughs> looking like a goddamn caveman. <laughs> like looking for his first just, dinner yeah. in a few years. <laughs> like Yeti going for a bath. Oh, coming out in his underwear. Fuck, it was like probably like minus five. It was uh, not it a was nice not day. That cold, oh, it was not that cold. Oh, it was not nice. Water was that cold. water's freezing and that mud is terrible. Yeah. Oh, um wow. so yeah. Okay, good. good to know. Yeah, good Q&A. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else do we got? We're going we got around. a brand new segment, man. Oh, no, we're going around. Let's go yeah, around, the around the NFL first. Yeah, yeah okay, we're around the NFL. We got Matt, yeah. Maddie got excited. Sorry. Got excited because of this, this next topic. My Browns are two, two, and one. That is right. <laughs> I had to wait two and a half years to see two wins, and I've seen two wins in the past uh, three weeks. What? What a what a time to be alive! Great I have the dog pound. Oh, dog pound is pumped. Great Cleveland's dog pumped. Pound. But I, I just brought it up because kind of an anomaly, and like this is fucked. They've already played three overtime games. Yeah, that's um, more than a lot of teams play in a couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, what were you saying about the total amount? It's kind of added up to. Oh, it's almost two extra quarters. That's crazy. Yeah, that's absolutely nuts. But I just, I'm gonna pump my own tires here. And I just want to drop a little stat because I've mentioned this guy a couple times on this pod and I, I honestly believe it. I think that Denzel Ward is our Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, he I, is I a, agree too. He's a ball hawk. So in the, since the season started, he's been named Rookie of the Week twice and he just got named Special Teams Player for the AFC uh, because he blocked that field goal. Listen to this. Like Everybody kind of like shrugged when they took him fourth overall. 
Um, but man, he's he leads the entire NFL with nine pass deflections, and he's tied for the DB lead with three interceptions. The guy's nuts. Like he's yeah. he he is the, he's oh, man. He makes up for when we drafted fucking Justin Gilbert and all those other fucking knobs, Trent Richardson, Brandon Whedon, ah, oh, Johnny Manziel. Oh, <laughs> just ugh. anyways, I just I just thought that was great. I Deshaun I, Kaiser. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Fighting Irish, not so not yeah. so tough, I guess. Uh yeah. Yeah, so anyways, I just think that that's pretty crazy. Three overtime games already. There's been a ton in the league already. Dog pound. But, uh, yeah, dog pound, loving it. Uh, what else do we got? I mean, the Rams and Chiefs are still undefeated, which is pretty wild. Yep. Um, I think the Rams look like the real deal. You think so? Hey, man, their defense hasn't looked that, very, that good in the last two weeks. Those injuries are adding When's up. When's the last time the Chiefs' defense looked good? Against Jacksonville this last week. Yeah. That's the only time they've really looked not bad. Yeah, against a guy like Blake Bortles, right? Who sometimes has big games, but I don't know. The Rams' offense is just as prolific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. AKA actually. Todd Gurley, like that's Todd, all you yeah, really got to say because he can do whatever they want. It's not just Todd Gurley. Jared Goff leads the league with seventeen twenty-seven pass yards. Yeah, almost at two thousand already. He's got some. He's got an arm. He's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. He's got Cup, he's got Woods, yeah. he's got Cook. Yeah. But okay, so those are the undefeated teams. We've talked about them a little bit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four teams that only have one loss, either 3-1 and one or 4-1. and one. Uh, They are Cincinnati, Carolina, Chicago, and the New Orleans Saints. Um, down on Bourbon Street. Yeah, down on down Mardi Gras. Um, but who do you think, between those four teams, uh, is the real deal? Who's the contender? Who's the pretender? Since he's pretending, not pretending, they're playing well, but everybody else in the division isn't playing as well. I mean, I still think Pittsburgh's coming out of the top. Buddy, Pittsburgh's got the same record as Cleveland. I know. 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. I know, but I think they're going to pull it together, Baltimore, especially if two. they get Bell back. Yeah. Um, so I think since he's pretending, but <sighs> New Orleans is good. But they are getting scored on a shit ton. And New Orleans? They didn't give up a ton against Washington last week. Not against Washington, but you gotta think how many shootouts have they been in? That's true. It's just been aerial assault. Yeah. It's like standing back. You know? Um, but yeah. So they're I'm, your I'm, contenders. I don't right? know. They're contending and the Bears are contending right now. Well, if, you gotta if, pick one. Ah, oh, I have to pick one? Yeah. The listeners need to know. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good because uh, I I dig New Orleans too. Um, I I like you. I think not just because they're in uh, the AFC North. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are the pretenders. Just because I just don't see it as sustainable. They're too streaky of a team. The guys that are popping off are obviously AJ's consistent, but Andy Dalton don't. I don't, I don't know. I know he's been lights out this year, but I just. Something's got to give at some point with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my contender, man, I think I might go Chicago. I really like that D. Their, their D has uh, won them games single-handedly. Mitch out here setting records and shit, throwing five or six touchdowns Through a game. six tutties, yeah. Seven is the is the NFL game yeah. record. Yeah, and you kind of consider that Allen Robinson has done has shown flashes, but he hasn't come out, you know? Yeah. 
And I like I like the speedy Taylor Gabriel, Browns legend on just, the roster. Uh, just I'm starting Taylor Gabriel this week. Yeah, well, not a bad play, play. Not a bad play when when with all the buys. I don't mind mm-hmm. that. But you know, it's um, <coughs> it's uh. What are you talking about? Bears defense. Bears defense. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're talking about the Bears offense. <laughs> oh yeah, Bears offense. <laughs> Skywalking, and they got to start using Trey Burton more. I think, but I think I think the Bears are are gonna be good. And I mean, I like your coach too. But Green Bay is gonna come back. I think and Mm -hmm. still win that division. Mm -hmm. It's hard to uh, hard to tell after hard to tell after after this bit. Obviously, Matt Nagy's a a great uh, coach. So is Sean Payton. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, let's stick with the Saints. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Drew Brees and his massive uh, week. Not only getting the win for his team, but also setting that yardage record. Mm-hmm. Uh, what exactly was the yardage? I think it was 76-something. I don't know the, the exact number, but it's up there. Like, yeah. and, and obviously, it's still going. He's a gunslinger. But yeah, yeah. And you know what? And he's still got a Against few Against the odds, left. and he's got those... Uh, those inspirational words after he said it, he come over, comes over to his kids and, you know, tugged he, on the heartstrings a bit, you did know? Did he go on Ellen? Oh. He's always oh, on Ellen. You know what? Ellen actually sent him a private message. Mm. Yeah. Fired him one to say congratulations for all How the, do you know that? Uh... I have my ways. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna spill it now, but you, you and I both know that we've got, uh... We've got a sideline reporter that's going to be dishing oh, in upcoming yeah. episodes about the goss. Yeah. You know, not the stats. The gossip. The gossip around the league. Yeah. Who's fucking whose wife? Who's got the side piece? Yeah. What's going on? Just that that <laughs> that kind of dirty part. That yeah, grimy part. The TMZ. Part. We yeah, got the, the TMZ yeah, of the exactly. Beverly Fantasy Bulletin. Coming yeah, up next coming week. Up. Next so, week. I'm just getting the, just getting the listeners... Prepped and primed yeah, for that, you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, but actually, it came up on my Instagram, <laughs> so <laughs> I just saw that. You know, Drew Brees has done a lot. Uh, he's a smaller quarterback, yeah, arguably paved like... the way for other guys to come up. Those the smaller dudes. Yeah, that's true. Um, setting all uh, kinds of records. Oh, obviously, he's a great quarterback. Done a lot for people with face birthmarks. Um, you know. Helping them conquer adversity. <laughs> he's just a gem. And he's a classy dude. Like that interview at the end where it was just him and the the reporter. That was that was that was heartwarming. I didn't mind that. Um Yeah, so Drew Brees, congratulations. He beat uh top I don't know if we mentioned that he beat the forehead, uh Peyton Manning. Yeah, he did. For uh Peyton to take that second. over. Yeah. Um is there anything else we want to touch on with the league before we move um, on? Um I don't know. The only other thing we kind of had was we were talking about Minnie's lack of the run game earlier. Yeah, just how it's kind of confusing, to be honest. And, like, why aren't they using Dalvin? Yeah, and for a team that ha- that employs not only Dalvin but Latavius Murray, you got two bruisers yeah, ready to nice just change roll. change back. Uh, wouldn't it help Kirk? Mm-hmm. You know, new situation. Um, yeah. I, I, just, I just find it baffling, and it's, it's frustrating for guys that took Dalvin thinking that he'd bounce back to his form before he got hurt. Uh, frustrating for guys that took Latavius because he ain't doing anything and he's you not gotta, getting the chances. You got to think though, guys that were taking Dalvin, you have to understand that Kirk's coming in. And Kirk's a gunslinger, so but it's how's not, that working right now? Well, they're what three and two or something. He's slinging the ball. I'm not too sure what the record is. Maybe three and two. He's slinging the ball though. 
But what I'm saying is they're going to have a passing game now. I mean, with Case Keenum last year, you don't have that reliable passing game. <coughs> That's true. But Although, yeah, Case has his own issues down in Denver right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll he see. He had not a bad there. stat line last week. but Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, the exciting. <coughs> always Ooh. adding new content. Always trying new things. Yeah. Uh, never, never set in our ways here at the BFB, you know, no, always, always pushing ourselves for excellence. Things. Well, we tried the Skywalker OG. It's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've been writing in my reflection journal yeah. um, after each episode. So it's, it's nice to get that time to, uh, self-assess. But, uh, yeah. So this week coming at you hot and fresh out the kitchen, we got the Beverly fantasy bulletin, no frills, no namer. Because Beverly's not, you know, it's a nice neighborhood, but there's really only one grocery store around here, and it's no frills. Yeah. And it's fucking awful. No, you can't get any of your baked goods or your produce there, (laughs) and I wouldn't trust their meat. No, absolutely Uh, So really, you're only going there for junk food, or for, in my case, to run into, like, former clients, (laughs) which is tricky. Yeah. But anyway, so... What are you doing here? Oh, my God. (laughs) We got the No Frills, No Namer of the Week, and it's the guy who really, nobody knows who it is, but he he went off on the week prior, and we got out of the Green Bay Packers down there in Wisconsin. We got Marquez Valdez Scantling, or as people are calling him, MVS. Good Lord. <laughs> God bless you. And Jesus he, Christ. You know, he had a good game, man. He had 10 targets. He had seven receptions, <laughs> 68 yards, and one tutty. So that's that's the sorry the Beverly Fantasy Bulletins, no frills, yeah. no name of the week. MVS, you heard him first. Martellus Lopez Valdez, <laughs> Senior Diego Valdez Valdez Blantling. He works Jesus, well. With, he works where did well. You pull with, that name out of. He works well with El Huncho too. El Huncho. Um, but do, yeah. But do you think he's relevant? Whatever this he's not, guy he's is, he's not relevant after MVS. <laughs> uh, until Geron- like Geronimo Allison has been dinged up, right? Yeah, he had a concussion. I think he's probably back this week. So no, he's he's not relevant anymore. But that's why he's a no namer. Yeah, that's true. No frills, no namer. No frills, no namer. What do we got? Uh, uh, we got my my uh, yeah, segment we introduced last week. Matt's dank stats. Uh, so I'm just gonna go through a few things. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Jared Goff leads the league with 1,727 pass yards. Uh, our top rusher so far this season is Zeke Elliott, fan of Tay, fan of many, actually. Yeah. Um, he's at 480 rush yards. And DeAndre Hopkins leads the receivers with 594, basically 600, uh, after five weeks. Um, and I found this stat to be kind of interesting. I... I I don't know if I'm ever if I ever will draft this player again. I avoided him this year. I had him last year. But Amari Cooper, man, mm-hmm. is basically the definition of streaky. Listen to his stats from the start of the season. Week one, nine yards. Week two, 116 yards. Week three, 17 yards. Week four, 128 yards. <laughs> Week five, 10 yards yeah. with one target. <laughs> Like, oh yeah. my god, obviously you're pumped that obviously if it follows that pattern, he should have a massive week against the Seahawks, <laughs> but you can't trust that's, the yeah, guy, it's just, that's so frustrating, uh, so I don't know, I just, he has so much promise. Is Martavis Bryant taking over? 
I don't think they've got anybody doing anything in Oakland. <laughs> no, they don't. Except for buying off the refs to beat Cleveland. Get their one measly win. God damn. Uh, another kind of crazy stat, and I don't think this guy... I don't think either of these guys actually get the love and the praise they deserve for what they do and how good they are at what they do is uh, the Chargers duo in the backfield of Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. They are currently on pace for 3,216 scrimmage yards together. And if that happens, that would break the record set last year by Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, who got 3,094. Really? And everybody last year was, all, oh, Mark Ingram, oh, Alvin Kamara, but quietly, mm-hmm. especially Austin Eckler, yeah. who's available on a lot of wires. In my other league, he's just sitting out there. Really? Sitting out there. Obviously, oh. it's an eight-team league, so that changes things. But, um, yeah, it's just like he's he's a quality running back that kind of gets slept on. So I thought that was a pretty neat stat. And just one more from the, from the Bills-Titans game last week. Between both teams, they had 200 pass yards <laughs> in that game. Um, in fact, the Bills have the same amount of passing touchdowns this season as they do wins. Two. Oh, Two fuck. passing touchdowns. But don't worry. Have no fear, Bills Mafia. They just signed former Brown legend Derek Anderson as their backup. So he can always pop in there um, if your boy Josh Allen is struggling. Throw so picks. Th- things are looking up. You got Derek Anderson. Uh, and those are Matt's dank stats for mm-hmm. week five. Week six. Oh, well, week, week five, five slash six. week six. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I was screwing up my episodes this yeah. week. Yeah. Why can't you, why can't not you a math remember? Guy. Why can't you remember this short-term stuff, Corey? <laughs> I don't know. Not a math guy. Anyway... Uh, another popular segment on the pod we got uh, next up was last week's Gord's Grinder. And uh, obviously this is the guy who has a big week, usually doesn't score, and, you know, helps his helps his team. Uh, this week's pretty commonplace one. Like, he has a lot of big games, but we're going with Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, baby! You looking hot tonight? He, uh... Gobbled up five receptions on eight targets for only, well, I mean, not only. 100 yards is a good week for a tight end. Yeah. Great week for a tight yeah. end. No tutty, um, but that's the kind of guy who you're just looking to move the chains. Oh, yeah. And he's getting them chunk yards, and he's a massive fucking dude. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kelsey? He's kind of a bitch, though, hey? He had that reality show. Reality show. show. What was it? like? Finding Kelsey or something No, like that? it was something stupid. It was related with football. Catching Kelsey. Catching Kelsey. Oh, oh my bad. God. That's brutal. That, um, yeah, he kind of looks like a knob. I feel like uh, his friend, goes, his friends behind his back are just... Is he having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? Oh, having a laugh at his expense. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah he, I don't know. Well, whatever. I don't he think he'd be a... a he's, he's a bro. Yeah, he's, he's a, a bro, bro. For sure, bro. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he was Gord's grinder. Like I said, five receptions, 100 yards, not a bad week for the kid. All right. Uh, normally at this point we welcome our guest, but uh, we decided to switch things up a bit. Keep keep it on its toes. Yeah, going right into the fearless forecast. Fearless forecast. And uh, I've got to confess that I obviously hate this segment. So, uh, and given my history... Uh, last week I picked Aaron Jones and John Brown to go off and they both got less than six points. So after daily writing in my reflective journal, 
I've decided to change my fearless forecast to the fearless tank. Yeah, the fearless tank cast. Yeah, the tank cast. Um, so rather than pick guys I think that are going to go off, I'm going to curse your players and they're going to suck and suck my dude. <laughs> so, um, Kellen, payback's a bitch. Uh, I'm picking quarterback Blake Boat Bortles, mm. the best of all time. Uh, I think he's going to be held to under 220 passing yards, throw two picks, and he'll lose a fumble. He'll get he not strat- getting, he's not going to get one through the air? No, he might get a touchdown, but I just think he's going to throw two picks mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And he's probably he going to lose a fumble. last week. Uh, they're playing Dallas. Uh, the Hot Boys <coughs> are going to sink that boat. Yeah, Tave from Mark Body Dean's Hot Boys. Yeah, mark it down. Suck it, Kellen. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be That's shitty week the first for your team. Cast. Who else do you Yeah, know? you're fucking... The universe is doomed! You're doomed. Doomed! I've got next for my tank. I got uh, tight end Eric Ebron. <laughs> After a huge week against the Pats, against that Thursday nighter, I think he's going to come back down to earth. He's a bit banged up, and I Who think do they play this week. They're playing the Finns. Our boy Johnny oh, and his yeah. and his uh, band of fucking hoodlums are playing, and I think they're going to blanket him. Um, I'm saying that if he if he even plays, because I think he's pretty banged up. He had like three or four injuries on. Yahoo when I check. Um, I think he'll only have about three catches for under 35 yards and definitely no touchdown. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. My fearless forecast. I'm still doing not bad, but this week. You took a bit of a hit. Yeah, this week I took a bit of a hit. So because fearless... you started talking about how good you were. It was kind of. Oh, I know. Yeah, I brought I it up, you have. know. I was, I was riding the high. But anyway. Not so... just on the pod either. I know. I was chirping in. I was chirping in real life too. But I, so I'm three for three. So I'm 500 on the fearless forecast. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, um, fuck. It's it's harder than it looks, and I am super duper serial. <laughs> it's a tough thing to do. So it is props tough. to you, man. It 500 is tough. Is so easy. 500. But you know what? I'm getting back on track this week. Last week I had Andy Dalton, and I thought he was going to have a big week, but it was the Cincinnati defense that beat him last week yeah they had a, and they had a great i game. was even considering the cincy d for gord's <laughs> grinder this week oh yeah but i'm fine with a d coming in as i a mean grinder. I, like i said before i can't pick my own guy for grinder mm-hmm. so whatever but anyway andy donald andy dalton sorry only went for 248 yards through the air a pass td and 10 rush yards he uh didn't didn't make it my other fearless forecast last week was vance mcdonald Ooh. who I picked up off the wire quietly and started, and he got me six reception yards. Humble move, picking your own guy, man. Yeah, so those were my last week's fearless forecast. <coughs> that brings me to three for six. Anyway, okay. but this week's, I'm, I'm fucking nailing it. This week I got wide receiver Julian Edelman. Uh, he's getting the ball from Brady. He's back. Uh, he's going, and they play Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Who normally, except for last week, has been Swiss fucking cheese. You love that fucking matchup. Yeah. So, he's going for 120 yards, one tutty. Yeah. And uh, I think he's going to have a good week. Okay. Running back is another guy who just got nabbed off the wire we were talking about earlier. Is <coughs> TJ Yeldon. Yep. <sighs> Fuck. They're, he's going to have a good week. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> uh, I, was just, I was just reading the notes there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going big. He's going 80 rush yards, 
70, 75 receiving yards and one receiving TD. All right. And there you have it. There are the uh, fearless forecasts for week six. That's a spicy meatball. Moving on, we've we're, we've made a small change to this segment. Uh, we were trying to get it, uh, you know, not studs and duds. So we, we decided to just roll buds and duds. <laughs> yeah, buds So and the buds duds. are the things you want, duds, you don't want them. Um, so I'll cover the buds for the week. Uh, for week five, the quarterback uh, bud of the week was Drew Brees, record setter, 30 points, 363 pass yards, three touchdowns, and of course set the all-time yardage record passing Peyton Manning. Yeah. At wide receiver, finally... OBJ, mm-hmm. 27 points, 131 reception yards, one reception touchdown, and one passing, passing touchdown. touchdown. Trick plays. Yep, real nice. Uh, honorable mentions, AB had a week in pit, and Devontae Adams for you, Gord, had a decent week. Yeah, they they were contenders, week. but uh, decided to go with Odell. They were feeding Brown. Oh, yeah. Ben was force-feeding him. Yeah, force-feeding him. Got to keep him happy, yeah, man. Exactly. Throw a hissy fit, you get what you want. Yeah, squeaky wheel uh, gets the grease. Yeah. And uh, the running back, the butt of the week at running back is Brown's legend and current Jet, Isaiah the Crow Crowell, 33 points, 219 rush yards. I believe he's the first rusher this season to eclipse 200 yards. He is. One touchdown and 12 reception yards. Honorable mention again to you, Gordo. James Conner had a week as well. He did. Uh, but I had to go with the Crow, especially. It was impressive. 200 yards. Oh, yeah, you got to give it to him. And he broke off that massive one. So uh, kudos yeah. to him. Yeah, Crow. So the Duds this week. Duds, we haven't changed the name. We couldn't figure anything else out. Um, Duds this week is another guy that I started. And... Already talked about him is my tight end, Vance McDonald, because he got six yards, and it was terrible. So, yeah, he's he's my tight end dud of the week. Second dud of the week is Dougie Baldwin, who is a guy I like. I like Dougie. I think he's a good receiver. Um, he's a little bit of a safety blanket over there in Seattle, but he only got... One receiving yard last week for Scott. <laughs> one. Not ten. Just one. One reception. <laughs> one, one yard. One target. One catch. <laughs> one receiving yard. So that's that's a pretty dud dud. Oh, that's not dud. Oh, that's terrible. That is so... You ugly. You ugly. And your mother ugly. And your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. Come on, Doug. Get angry at that. Motivate yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. And uh, my running back dud of the week was a guy who was a first round pick for uh, a lot of a lot of guys. And that's Alvin Kamara. Mm. Having Ingram back was, was bad for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I benefited from that. That was nice. Helped me beat uh, the Vices this week. Yeah, but uh, uh, he only had great. he only had 24 rush yards. He had four targets, three receptions, 15 receiving yards, and uh, on six rush attempts. Yeah. It was Ingram's game. Yeah, that's and nice. They were, and they were getting them going. That. They were getting them going. So, yeah, good on them. Good on them. Uh, hopefully those guys step it up. This week for their owners. Or maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Next up, we got, I think we got our uh, our, our call-in call guest from Eastlake, Washington. Hey, uh, hey, Scott, are you there? EFD! 
Oh yeah, we amped all the way oh, in the he's USA. Out. He's out. Oh, you know what? Gordon undersold your intro. We welcome Scott from East Lake, Washington, aka Scotch, aka the Campbell's Soup Can. Welcome, Scott. <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? Oh, having a time, you know. Yeah, we're just uh, just down in the studio. Lucky, uh, fortunate to have you on. Yeah, watching Eli Manning just take it. Yeah, he's getting beat up. How's, uh, how's Teddy doing this week? Oh, Teddy's tired. He's getting yeah. a workout. You know? Well, he's, been doing, he's been doing some reps? Yeah, he's a couch potato normally, but like Thursday nights, he shines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a good worker. Oh, hard worker. Gord really puts him to... Gord, Gord's the personal trainer of, of bongs, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> never, met a, met a, never met a bong he turned down. No. But neither have I. Um, anyway. Good to have you on. Yeah, we're pumped you're here, man. Oh, great to be on. Yeah. You know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're getting a lot of those. It's nice to have the boys on, and uh, we're glad to have our first international caller as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we are an international uh, fantasy football league, so... Oh, that's true. going to be how it goes. That's true. All right, uh, well, let's jump into it. We're going to... Since you live in Seattle, you are an Ocean Birds fan, big Seahawks guy. Our 12 insider. Yeah, our 12th. <laughs> In the league and as a fan. Sorry, Scott, I had to do it. <laughs> but, buddy, I believe in your team, man. You've run into some bad luck. Yeah. Well, I mean, some bad luck, some poor GM decisions, you know. If I'm the owner, I would definitely fire the GM at this point. At least fire the coach. Someone's got to be fired. <laughs> um... Hey, you could turn it around like the Browns did, though. Yeah, buddy. Comeback story. I believe in it. You know, and uh, you uh, know what? I, I just hope I can do it. I think I think you can. Like I was looking at it. Currently, you've got the lowest points for, but I think it's just like I think your guys are good. They're just having off weeks. I don't know what's up, but I think yeah. I think would you be would you be bold and announce it on uh, a BFB exclusive? Uh, are you open to trades? Can GMs be contacting you, or what? What are your thoughts well, with your can, team? They can be contacting me, but I'm. Uh, I just put it out to the league. I'm in search of uh, some running backs. I uh, got some wide receivers up on the trade block. So uh, send me your send me your offers. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I might actually be sending <laughs> sending you one just like that, just like that. Okay, perfect. Some on air trades. Know. Yeah, I like it. All right, so let's jump into some Seahawks questions. Gord, you want to? Yeah, what are we looking at? So, Maddie and I were just chatting about the Seahawks defense before uh, yep. before the pod, and I mean, now that Earl Thomas is done, and obviously yeah. likely won't return ever to the Seahawks, and you've got no Legion of Boom, you've got no Richard Sherman. How how's the Seahawks fan base feeling about the defense? So. I... I would say not just the defense, the team overall. Like, normally, like, Fridays in Seattle is, like, jersey day. Like, everybody is wearing their jersey. And for some reason, the last few weeks, I see no jerseys downtown. Just like, Seattle Sounder nobody, ones? Nobody's wearing them to work anymore. They're, it's like, would they just want to bandwagon people? Or, I don't know. I think they might have lost a little love here. Hmm. Oh man, that's that's wild. Yeah. Because if you would have if you would have told me that three years ago, I'd be fuck off. Like yeah. they're one of the most 
loud and obnoxious <laughs> fan bases yeah. and like they love their team like they just put it out there like i remember when i went down to visit you and we just like we were walking along like the we went on this walk along the ocean it was quite romantic um <laughs> And every, like, beachfront house we passed had a 12 flag or, like, yeah. some other Seahawks shit on the fence or something. That's that's wild, actually. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of sad because they're just going through a little, uh, little uh, pivot point phase right now. And, uh, I mean, it kind of sucks that they didn't pay their defense, but they paid their offense with monster contracts. Doug Baldwin's the fourth highest paid uh, wide receiver in the league. Um, you, you ain't earning it right now. If you take that down to a per per game stat, the the Seahawks paid seven hundred and forty thousand dollars for one passing yard last game from Doug Baldwin. So uh, you know, maybe they could uh, maybe they could invest their money elsewhere. Oh my God! You know, I thought Stu came prepared, and I thought Johnny knew his shit. Yeah. But man, you're dropping dollar figures! Wow, <laughs> set the bar high. I wouldn't want to be on next week. Tay, Tay had a good week. Too. Yeah, Tay had a sick week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, that was nice. What um, else? Uh, we had a couple other ones. For yeah, you. what do you think is the uh, main issue with the offense so far this season? I mean, they rank at the bottom of the league in almost every statistical category, except for rushing. But it seems like their rushing gets ragged on the most. You know, um, so like as a fan, what do you think's mi- missing? Is it Russ? Like, is it a is a premier wide receiver? Like. I think it is definitely, like, they don't have a wide receiver to go to. So they went from having uh, a great tight end in Jim Graham and uh, Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin as two strong receivers, and now they have no Jimmy Graham, barely Doug Baldwin, and Tyler Lockett, who's good for, like, one long pass a game. Yeah. And then and then you've got a, a, a running back by committee. So, I mean, you don't really get love for running back by committee. And you don't have a good wide receiving core, and you don't have a super strong tight end. Although Will Disley did go off that one week, <laughs> <laughs> Will Disley, yeah, the and other he's out now. He's the other Gord lookalike in the yeah, in the is. NFL. <laughs> and now you got Nick Vanette, <laughs> buddy. Gord, Gord. Gore's knowledge of depth tight ends is unparalleled. <laughs> if there's one area he studies more is the backup white tight end. Yeah. He'll tell you everyone on every team. Like Dallas Goddard on Philly? <laughs> <laughs> or Rhett Ellison on the Giants? <laughs> like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it started with your love affair for Cam Brait. It did. I, uh, I, was, I was reading an article the other day, and they were going to say, like, the next big... Uh, hundred million dollar plus contract is they figure is going to be to Russ Wilson. But, you think he's worth it? I mean, I, you, I don't know what. Like, who's going to throw the ball to? Yeah, that's true. Russ is worth it, I think, though. Oh yeah, I mean he's worth it, but you got to build something else around him. Yeah, that's true. And if he's sucking all the money, you know, he seems to have a level head on his shoulders. Why yeah. wouldn't he want to take yeah. a little bit of a pay cut and let the guys around him? Yeah. Or, like, make the signing bonus bigger, you know, so that they can ha- free up some cap space other areas. Hmm. Yeah, just uh, send Sierra out on tour again. He won't need as much money then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Pick which one you want. Well, um, yeah, all right. Next question, Scotty. Uh, what's, what's your favorite Seahawks uniform slash 
Uh, did you write this question? Slash Fuck uniform yeah. combo? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite Seahawks think, uniform? Like, is it the old school like, one? Or is it, like, the current one? Like, do you like the all gray look? Do you like the, like... Because the they got all that look. shit. They've got that full that. neon color rush. Yeah, the neon ones are bad. Oh, they're so bad. I'm, I love the all gray look. Gray pants, gray top. That's, uh, I think that's my favorite, uh... My favorite outfit. I like that one too. Yeah, you know what's funny? Gordon likes that one so much that as a self-professed Giants fan, he's I got a gray, gray Lynch. Marshawn Lynch Seahawks jersey. I've been to a few games with Scotty. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we have. Oh, that's true. And I've been to a game with Scotty there. Only brown yeah. for miles. <laughs> Everything was all twelve. <laughs> but it's funny actually when I went down there, like by chance, me, uh, Scott, and his wife. Went out for dinner, and then we thought, oh, let's go for a couple drinks. And so we walked down the down the block and just happened to go into a bar that was the official meeting spot for all Browns fans in Seattle <laughs> the Saturday night before the game, just by chance. <laughs> oh, nice. It was honestly, like, the biggest collection of the saddest people I've ever been a part of. <laughs> It was just like everybody wallowing in misery, just like, we're going to get crushed tomorrow. Yeah. High five, crush a beer. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of neat, but I wasn't wearing, I didn't know we were going there. It happened by fluke. So I ended up, I didn't have any of my Browns gear on. So I'm oh. having to like tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the Browns game too. I came from Canada. I swear. I'm, I'm a Browns fan and I'm not wearing my Browns jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Um, okay. Now, uh, we got one more Seahawks question for you about Pete Carroll, Grandpa Carroll. Yeah. Do you still want him around? And um, so if they decide to let him go, and I guess this is a two-parter, do you still want him? And if he does go, gets fired, retires, whatever happens, do you want him to go with an offensive-minded coach or a defensive-minded coach? Um, I think, so the first part of the question is do you want him? Yeah. I mean, I think I think Paul Allen really likes him as a coach because he seems to kind of he does the media pretty well. He manages his players pretty well. I don't know how heavily involved Paul Allen really is with the team. Um, okay. I think Pete Carroll is uh, kind of the guy running the ship over there. Um, and then uh, you know I, I think he's good enough. I mean I don't know. I probably don't know enough about coaches to say whether there'd be one coach that I would way prefer. Yeah. Um, so I would say he's, he's good enough for the time being. I think if we had an all-star team of players and he couldn't get them to gel like he did a few years ago, Yeah. Um, I, I would say then, yeah, it's time to go. But right now he's got, you know, a couple studs and uh, a lot of duds. And, yeah. Uh, that's he, true. Uh, I can't blame him for that. That's true. That's true. And I mean, Nigel would be heartbroken, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what what are all the other 70-year-old men going to do when they're looking for style uh, style tips? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, man. The white Nikes and khaki pants look. Yeah, that's and true. five wads of Hubba Bubba in your right cheek. How many do you think you choose Hubba Bubba? I don't know. It's, it looks like a wad, man. Yeah. Like, the, the only bigger wads I see in a guy's mouth are the dingers Johnny's tossing in on the golf course with his chew. Um, How many pairs of those white Nikes do you think Pete Carroll owns? Oh, 
Oh. One for each week at least. Absolutely. Because they're going to get a little grass stain on them. Can't wear them after that. No. Have to be pristine. He's got to have. So he's got at least 17 and <laughs> probably, probably I'd say 10, 10 practice pairs. Roughly 30 pairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's like man. One of those, what was that show, MTV, like, um, where you got to go see their, their houses and they'd go into, like, the closet and be the the big wall of shoes. Oh, and yeah. Carol's version would just be all white Nikes. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah, can you imagine Cribs episode? Like, he walks in, you get Will Smith's crib, and then yeah. they take you to Jamie Foxx's house, and then they're like, and now we got Pete Carroll's con- uh, like, bi-level split. <laughs> like, check out this closet. Okay, <laughs> mm. moving away from football. How's, uh... How's life? Like, how's being a dad? How's the dad life? And uh, another part, like, how was... And, Gord, you can chime in on this because you've paid your debt. How smooth did your 40 punishment taste? It was actually pretty good. I think I, I it has been a while since I had a 40. And, uh, you know, so old English is pretty good. And after hockey, you kind of feel like you've earned it. It's... Uh, not so bad. No, they weren't that bad. Hey, I, I drank mine after hockey too, and it was cold, and it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you dummied it. Oh, and was, then you were fucked. I after. was pretty loaded after though. Yeah. I think I must have like in my like the last forty I had before that must have been like an axe head or something that was just terrible. Yeah, dude, that's why we got to name our division because it's the only yeah, other forty is. around. It is the only other forty around. Which sucks for us if you lose it. I mean, sucks for John when he loses. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, so did you have to? Where did you? Where did you get them? Because you were saying you couldn't find them in Seattle or something. Yeah. So I ended up finding them at a gas station in Linwood on the way to hockey. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's fair. And so, like, uh, you may not know this, but Seattle doesn't actually have any hockey arenas. It's only like the outlying little towns that have hockey arenas. <laughs> and so I had when I was going out to hockey one time. Um, I stopped at the show, uh, thanks Kellen, and I uh, picked myself up uh, Old English. Oh, nice. And they came in cans, correct? Yeah, they come in cans. They don't come in large glass bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. I think that's what uh, Nigel did, although, did he show proof that he did his? I can't he remember. He showed the, uh, the grocery store picture. I mean, oh. I'm sure he bought Yeah, I'm sure them. he drank them. Although... He is a doctor, and he could outsmart all of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, we'll see. You want um, to... Yeah, you know what? One other thing we just wanted to touch on. How's how's Seattle buzzing about the potential? Actually, I think it's a for sure thing. The, the NA, new NHL, oh, yeah. NHL and NBA franchises. Confirmed. Man, maybe that's what's overshadowing the Seahawks this year. Is like everybody's talking about the NHL bringing a franchise here. Um, so the latest news on that is that they, Gary Bettman has approved it and it has to go to the NHL board of governors to approve, but the city has agreed to the arena deal. I think they've actually already started construction on that because they're trying to get it started for the 2020 season. Um, and another exciting thing is that they're going to build three new hockey arenas in Seattle. So we'll get our first three Seattle proper hockey arenas. You won't have to go to Renton anymore? Yeah. Renton and Everett and Linwood. 
Yeah, all oh. the hot spots. Ever at home with the silver tips. Yeah, the silver tips. What? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you've seen. What? 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 What do you think they're thinking for a name? There's been few. That yeah, are, few that are leaked. Like, yeah. what do we got? We these. Got, these. Okay, so these are all uh, registered by the team and leaked. Uh, as as a trademarked, and they were leaked. So these are all the potential names that the Seattle franchise could be called. Yeah, we got the Renegades. The Totems, which I like. I don't mind that one. The Evergreens, the Sockeyes, the Firebirds, the Emeralds. I don't mind Emeralds either. Cougars, Eagles, Sea Lions, Whales, Kraken, Seal, and the BFB's personal favorite, the Rainiers. <laughs> what do you think they're going with? I mean, uh, maybe they just go a solid... Uh go with the Sockeyes, and they just make their jerseys salmon. Salmon-colored jerseys, and they'd be the first in the NHL. Oh, my oh God. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, nice pink jersey, loser. <laughs> it's salmon. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, honestly, I hope they become the Seattle Metropolitans, because I think that's a sweet name. Yeah. And it brings back the 1917, you know, pre-NHL team. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that wasn't on your list because I thought that was part of their short list. They, yeah. they, they, they won didn't. a Stanley Cup. Yeah, they, yeah, and they didn't register that one, which is kind of fucked. I, you know what? Like, yeah. And the Seattle Metropolitan logo was sick. It was just a big S, and inside the S it said Metropolitans. Yeah. It looked really yeah. good. I, uh, I also heard, though, that somebody scooped that Seattle Metropolitan's website. So I wonder if they're like, oh. they don't want to pick it because they don't want to pay some guy like a million bucks for the website. Maybe. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good point, too. Looking at the list, like, I feel like Kraken would be, like, dope for a year. Yeah. Kind of like, like the Minnesota Wild or, like, the Mighty Ducks, you know? <laughs> like, you'd be like, ooh, I wish we didn't do that three years down the line. I kind of like totems. Yeah. I think that's neat. Butter. I think they could do some really fucking cool jerseys with that. Yeah, like the I, logo would be. I dope. think that's an appropriation thing, though. You think it's a it's a not a I not a living should, being. I think we should be the killer whales and then just take Vancouver's jersey, like that little killer whale symbol, <laughs> and be like, "You're the Canucks." Logo. <laughs> yeah, they should switch to their Johnny Canuck logo full time. Anyways, it's their what best about, one. Or the, the flying skate isn't bad. The flying skate's not bad. What about the sea lions, though? Yeah, sea lions I prefer more than seals because I just think California golden seals. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, I mean, it'll I'm be a, interesting. I, 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 I wonder yeah, what... Uh, oh, what? Seattle Metropolitan is definitely my, my vote. The others I'm like kind of wishy-washy on. Hmm. Um, Do they... Do you really want to be called a salmon? That kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, it's unique, though. I mean, whatever. We'll see what happens. I'm pumped to, to see that. I'm more pumped to see what color palette they go with. Yeah. Like, do they just copy I mean, Seahawks and, like, lime green yeah. and navy blue? Nobody I would has assume that. they're going to pick, like, the, the Seattle jersey color. Because, like, even the WHL team here is the, the blue, green, gray, white combo. Oh, yeah. Um, but they went more with the Mariners green than the yeah. neon green. The Thunderbirds? The Thunderbirds went with. Yeah, the Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds. Yeah, Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess they're already kind of totem, totem pole logo anyways. That's true. So maybe they stay away from that. Uh, last question, and we'll let you go. Uh, 
recently at Nigel Stag, you were handling the stereo for a yep. few of the nights, and you were playing some pretty great tunes. So, just wondering, do you have any artists or albums that you've been listening to and would recommend for our listeners out there? Yeah, I've uh, I've been enjoying the Future Islands lately. Okay, uh, they've got a they've got a couple of good albums, but I just have a few of their songs downloaded and. Uh, I enjoy all of them equally, so I recommend listening to the Future album. Uh, yeah, the Future Islands. Yeah, great pick. They've they're on their new album. They got this song. I think it's called "Ran" or "Run." Man, it, it's it's killer. It's good. Yeah, I say, I definitely back that pick. Not listening to any country, eh, Scott? <laughs> Gord uh, sitting over here so waiting much. waiting to hear about Hank Williams on your stereo. <laughs> well, I'm into Chris Stapleton right <laughs> now. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Isn't he, is he a pretty boy country guy? Like no. Jason Aldane? <laughs> no, no, he's a gritty country guy. Are you guys, uh, what was the uh, opening song for this week? Oh, oh we, man, we killed it I think week. it might be our best uh, so far. We opened with the Vanga Boys. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah Vanga Bus. <laughs> Vanga Bus. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, and then we obviously they had two songs, so everybody should know the outro. So we're pumped to play that one too. Yeah, yeah. Vanga Bus. You know what? After we heard that that's Stu's favorite part of the podcast, A, kind of offended, but B, <laughs> but B kind of stoked because we put a lot of, I think it's fun. Like That's one of my, the funnest parts is picking the songs. It's true. And then seeing what Gord's submission is and then what my submission is for that band. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah. All right, I got a I got a little uh, story time for you guys. Okay. Um, Bringing your own so, segment uh, to the pod, I fucking love it. <laughs> I uh, so at Nigel's wedding, I uh, was up uh, ordering drinks with Kellen, and Kellen's like, "Oh, I'm in room six oh seven and orders his drink, and then I order my drink, and the guy's like, "What room are you in?" And I was like, like kind of laughing myself. I was like, "I'll just make Kellen pay for this," and I was like, six oh seven. And then I forgot that I wasn't staying in room 607 and proceeded to put all of my drinks for Nigel's wedding on room 607. (laughs) So, Kellen, I'm going to put a bet out there to you. When we play, and I'm not sure what week it is, we'll go a uh, whoever, we'll do a double or nothing. And, uh, if I win, I'm not paying you back. And uh, if you win, I'll pay you double back for uh, graciously paying, picking up my tab for uh, Nigel's wedding. Oh, my you heard God. It here first. Holy shit, I love it. The fucking gauntlet has been thrown down. Oh, Kellen, what is your response, man? Oh, oh. I can't believe he didn't notice it. So he just paid the next day? I guess so. <laughs> well, I'm sure he didn't know, like, who racked up my tab, and he didn't send a message to anyone. He may not have even noticed. Oh, my God. Probably didn't even notice. That is unreal. <laughs> and this is the first time he's hearing about it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's us. Spicy meatball. <laughs> Oh, Scott, you killed it this week. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on, man. Um, All right. Other GMs, he's open for business. Yeah. Ready for trades. Ready for trades. All right, Scotty, we'll talk Ready to you soon. Trade. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one, guys. Okay, we'll See talk. you, buddy. 
Oh man! Wow, Scott brought it. Oh yeah, he good did for well. him. Did thanks. very well. Yeah, thanks again for coming on. I, uh, that was that was great. Thanks, Scotty. First international caller. Yeah. What do you guys think my phone bill is going to be? Oh, who knows? Don't worry. That's okay. We'll split. I it. got it. No, yeah, or or probably our sponsor will pick it up or something, right? Yeah, Skywalker OG yeah. got it. Uh, we should mention before we jump into the last part of our episode this week. That uh, Gord came over. The Giants are wearing their gorgeous. I love these uniforms. Uh, <coughs> color rush. Uh, I think they should go to it full time, including the helmet. I love the Giants on the side. Yeah, you got to have the Giants on the side. Um. Anyways, Gord ordered one in a jersey order recently. It is. It's great. Like the <laughs> quality is unreal. But I've got a question for you. This is beautiful. What is that velvet? <laughs> What's it made out of? <laughs> It's, I don't know, man. It's good, though. It's oh, man. fucking snug. It's nice. But. Stitched everywhere. Stitched everywhere. Beauty. Yeah, stitched jersey. Thanks, Johnny. I still haven't paid Johnny back for wow. the jersey. <laughs> Dude, I was late and I paid him three weeks ago. Oh, I'm making him sweat it. <laughs> if you do pay him, short him five bucks. I will, yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, the jersey's tight. Got Landon yeah. Collins. That's true. That's true. Top 100 player in the league. All right. Um, so we're going to jump into the N40L matchups and standings recap. And, uh, yeah, a couple other things going on with our league. And That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. What do we got? So last week we had the Harrison Butt Kickers, who we got to touch on. Yeah. Great got, name change. We got to talk about that. So yeah. obviously for those that don't know, Nigel's last name is Harrison. He has Harrison Butker. So he changed it to um, Harrison, Harrison, Harrison Butt, Butt Kicker, Kickers, which Butt is Kickers, great. Which is great. Love it. Um, it reminds me, and I sent it into our group, that clip from The Office where Jim's pranking Dwight in front of Michael and he, they're working on their customer service or whatever. Oh, yeah. So Jim phones Dwight and he's being like kind of confrontational. And he's like, hello, sir. How can I help you? And he's like. Yes, my name's Henry Butlicker, and I am looking to buy some paper. And then, you know, it just digresses from there. And then there's one quote where it's just like, Butlicker! Yeah. <laughs> I, can you hear me? Like, you just screaming. Oh, it was great. So, the Harrison Butlickers are great. I think it's the Butt Kickers, though. Yeah, I know, but Butlickers, you know. Butlickers would have been good. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, he pumped Andy. Oh, yeah, crushed Yeah, 112 yeah. to 64. Yeah, it didn't help that Andy left Isaiah on the bench. Oh, that hurt him yeah. big time. 33 points on the bench for Andy. But uh, Minnesota D came through for Andy, just couldn't pull it together. Um, and he went with my fearless forecast QB last week, Andy <laughs> Dalton, mm. who tanked. Um, and, I mean, obviously, fucking Nige had a great week. Adam Thielen, my boy. Adam Thielen. Hooked on a feeling. And he had uh, he had a great week, 21.6 points. Um, David Johnson finally had a week, and uh, Sonny Michelle had another week. So, yeah, he, he won that one pretty handily. Um, we got Next up, we got Curls for the Girls and the Sweatpant Boners. The Bones! <laughs> and uh, Curls for the Girls won that one pretty handily, 118.5 to 89. Um, on the back, or Feldy won on the back of Deshaun Watson, Hopkins, Green, Gurley, <laughs> and that's pretty much all you have to say. Yeah, tough week though, we gotta say for the Bones on that that's one. That's true. Walking away from that, obviously Fournette's been a tough, tough go for him lately. But Yeldon had a good doing a whole lot. 
yeah, Yellen had, Yellen had a good week. Then he finds out this week, though, that Jay Ajayi is out for the season. Brandon Cooks is questionable with a concussion, left last week. Um, and you got T.Y. Hilton, who's still out. So the the bones are... They're going through muddy waters. Oh, muddy waters. They're going through a dry spell, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. guess those boners. Yeah, boners are on the dry spell. <laughs> Uh, right. Who else do we got? Next up, we had uh, Chris with Breezy Taught Me. Still, I think he can pick a better name than that. Yeah, I'm not sold on the name. Obviously, if the I'm... The picture is good. But if, if I'm sitting at his record, I'm not changing a goddamn thing. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he beat Scott uh, with Scotch. <laughs> for, also, he, Scott, we should have talked about that. Yeah. Maybe change yeah, it. Maybe change it. It Whatever. hasn't worked. Ever. Yeah, maybe switch up, <laughs> switch up the culture. Uh, Breezy Tommy beat Scotch 111 to 78. And Drew Brees obviously had a fucking day. Cooper Cup had a really nice day for uh, Chris. Alvin Kamara put up a stinker. But James White. Don't matter I mean, to Chris when Kamara doesn't show up. No. He still rolls, man. Yeah, exactly. And uh, oh. Scotch, you know what? Uh, Big Ben and, and Antonio had a good good week for him. But other than that, he pretty much fell flat. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Week six is brand new. It's time to get back to work, you slacker. You know, kind of time to step it up. Yeah, step you know, it up. One and four. You don't want to be hanging down there, man. That's flirting. No. Flirting with Gregor. <laughs> and Stu's already put it out there. He's he's doling out tatties. Yeah, you know? which is wild. We'll see. If if it if I get a have to get a tatty, I might get that fucking Philadelphia the mascot gritty. gritty. My name gritty <laughs> on my ass, but put him in a Cougar Flyer jersey oh, and just write yeah. like whatever two thousand eighteen Gregor Champ. Maybe put him in a Kangle in honor. Put of him Jason coming Gregor. down from the rafters. Oh yeah, <laughs> saw that. He came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Buddy. he did. <laughs> Um, Probably got Nigel going. Next that. up, who do we got? We got the Beverly Blazers and the Valley View Vices. Maddie, you want to go over that one? Yeah, that was a nice one. I did not have a lot of hope going into this week. Uh, and as it was playing out, I thought I was done for. Um, but uh, luckily, on the strength of Mark Ingram's return from uh, suspension, who got me 19 points, and Saquon getting me 24, Carson Wentz coming through with 25, um, I was able to sneak... Sneak by Johnny. Oh, Joe Mixon had a day too. Can't forget him. Yeah, you had uh, a good week. Yeah, one fifteen to one ten. Johnny had his players. Uh, Kareem Hunt get fifteen. McCoy got ten. Golf got twenty. Uh, and the Cleveland D, hyping him up all year, got him twelve points. Yeah, and they've been ad dropped probably seven times in our league. So yeah, it was nice to do that. Uh, move up to three and two, which is sweet. Yeah. Uh, next up. Cat guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Pete the Coleman beer cooler. Quietly, man. Quietly creeping up, man. Quietly creeping up. The guy's one and four. God damn. He once was a kitten. He's a full grown cat now. And I'm worried that if he keeps going, he's going to reach full leopard status. You know, it just, it just, I hate seeing it happen. Evolution. I hate seeing it happen. And you know, the whole time he's just been lurking in the background, not saying much about what's going on with his team, being the fucking villain he is, creeping around, but he moves up to 4-1. and one. Yeah, he moves up to 4-1, and one, beats Coleman Beer Coolers 106-92. to 92. Yeah, and puts John down to 1-4. and four. Yeah, take it. 
Um, <laughs> and then we got me. Um, <laughs> I beat Julio. Julio, think you are. I am. Yeah. Pretty fucking handily. Yeah. To be fair, uh, Shane, the owner, was on a trip overseas with his with his job. No excuses. Oh well. I'm sure it was divided because he's just living the life. But whatever. He went to J. Cole in Boston, by the way. Oh, that would have been dope. Yeah, he went last night. Sick. I saw a couple videos he sent me, man. Sick. Yeah. Would love to. I've seen J. Cole once and it was awesome. I would definitely definitely recommend it. All right. Well, whatever. No excuse. I fucking spanked him. 126 to 79. Okay. Yeah, right back to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't fucking cloud my shine. I won. <laughs> I don't think I've ever beat Shane when we played. No, man. The guy's consistent. Yeah, it's nice good. to get a W on him. Yeah, exactly. But Devontae Adams and James Conner really helped me break that one. And, uh, I mean, obviously Shane had a great week for Melvin Gordon, 18 points, but just couldn't do it. So I'm uh, I'm sitting at three and two. Maddie is sitting at three and two. Oh, we going over divisions now? Oh, holy <laughs> Whoa. shit! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So our our division, Maddie's at three and two. Uh, I'm at three and two. Coleman Beer Coolers are at one and four, and Le'Veon, my wayward son, is at one and four. Yeah, I'm also in first in our division based on points. Four. Points four. Yeah. Um, and Humbleberg. Colt 45 div, obviously we got Breezy taught me at 5 and 0. Julio think you are I am at 2 and 3. Sweatpant Boners 2 and 3, Valve Vices 2 and 3. Yeah, that's right. Uh log jam back there. Chris increases his lead on the division by 3 games. Hard to catch, fellas. Yeah, somebody's got to somebody's got to get a W here. Yeah, big time. Uh and then unfortunately in the last division, that Fucking cat guy is in first at four and one. The Harrison Butt Kickers are at three and two. The Curls for Girls are at three and two. Felly and Scotch is uh, one and four. Hoping to turn it around soon. Yep. Um, and that was the week in the N40L. There actually was there. Oh, we cannot. We we need. We cannot end this episode. Uh, without bringing up John's comment. Oh, man. On our chat. Like, John, I'm sorry to do this, but, like, man. You is gotta it a, figure it out. Is it an act? Like, I, I just don't get it. You want to cue this up for the for John listeners? John thinks that there's two Kowski receivers on the Pats. Yes. So and there is two Kowskis. Yeah. One's a kicker. The other one is Rob Gronkowski. And can hey Gord, can a kicker catch a pass from a quarterback? Not very often. Oh my god. <laughs> so John tosses in the group chat, God damn Patriots. This is a quote unquote loyal Patriot fan. Who they look like fucking Russian Russian invaders, that logo. Yeah. Um Wait, why do they always toss to the other Oskowski? Or Onkowski or something. I can't remember. And it just sat out there in the group chat for about five, ten minutes. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, am I the one responding? Who's going to do this? So I'm searching for a, a gif of, like, a confused face. And then Gore just puts it out there, like, I don't think a quarterback can throw to the kicker 
John. <laughs> I, know, like, I said, I don't think the kicker is catching too many passes. Mm-hmm. Which is what? fucking true. He's a kicker? Yeah, he's a John, kicker. John, he's been the kicker for goddamn nine or ten years. He's not a new guy they picked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it was just infuriating. <laughs> infuriating. You know? But, um, yeah, I just sat out there for a while. All it heard was this. And then Gord swooped in and punched him in the gut. <laughs> and then everybody piled on after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck. No, no regrets. You no, know? No, no regrets, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So. Um, what are we rolling into? We got story time Yes, Yeah, next? this is our last, uh, last segment of the show. Um, and uh, I decided to take this one, so Gord's had two. This is my second so far, and since he was our guest today on the pod, I decided to dig up an old Scotty, Scotty story, Campbell's. Um, so back in the day, uh, when we were younger boys and all well, younger men, uh, we decided to go out on the town. So we went downtown, we went to uh, Red Star, oh, and greasy. hopped over next door to the Halo. Mm. The Halo. And, uh, great bar. Yeah, way. had a great time there. Dance, dance, had a good time. It's winter, January, February. Uh, so we're done. We're wasted. We're trying to flag down a cab. Uh, headed to the West End. And, uh, Scott hails down a cab. And, like, we're freezing. It's cold. Yeah. Scott flags down a cab and runs up to the door. And at the same time, another guy from another group runs up and grabs the door. So, of course, we're drunk. Scott looks at the guy, says, hey, man, fuck off. We got this cab. And I'm kind of sitting back, like, it's okay. Like, whatever happens, like, this is chill. Like, don't worry. Um, and next thing you know, zero to 60. <laughs> Fucking guys are starting to tussle. Oh, Tossing, nice. jerking each other's jackets around. It never got to a full-blown fist fight. These guys just started wrestling. Scott and this random. And as the... Uh, I guess wrestling match. hugging Zach Sortini huggy bear match goes on. They fall to the ground and they're falling to the ground and like they're just wrestling in the snow banks. Like it just looks terrible. I'm freezing my ass. I'm like, look at you guys. Like you've lost, like you're rubbing your bodies in it. You know, what are you doing? Uh, so I yell, uh, I just say, Scott, God damn it. Just cut it out. Like kind of thing. Like fuck off. Stop doing this. Scott. I said his name. The other guy says, the the guy he's fighting looks at him and says, your name's Scott? And our Scott says, yeah. And he says, my name's Scott too. They literally stopped fighting, (laughs) stood up together, like dusted snow off each other, and then we took the cab and left. No way. All because they found out they shared the same name. And it's not not like Scott is an uncommon name. Like, (laughs) you're not named like Gustav. Yeah. You know? It's true. It could happen. (laughs) Yeah. You your name's Scott too? Oh, why were we fighting at all? Like, it was just like the most fucked thing in the world. But everybody's so wasted, so nobody really thought anything of it. But looking back on it, man, it was just... That was fucking ridiculous. That's funny. But yeah, that was our buddy, uh, Scott. Thanks again for coming on, man. Yeah. Love you, dude. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Good app. Um, I think that's about it. That's all we got. We'll yeah. talk to you guys uh, next week. That's right. Looking forward to it. Episode 7. See you later.